a Soul Camp licensed podcast, and a YEG original. Let's get ready to rumble! All right, welcome back to YG Sports Live. Hey, Ron and Amos here on gradio.ca, SoundCloud, YouTube, whatever stream you may be using. iTunes. iTunes, Google Play. I presented my first round. Burgers, beer, sports. Absolutely, I my will do friend. that in Japanese in the middle of the show. Okay. When we, come, when we do our segment with uh, our guests. Well, you promised, yes. Absolutely. Prom- hey, promise is a promise. Promise is a promise, but sometimes they don't always work out the way you hope they do. Like Game 7. Good. Nice segue. Ask Justin Williams. No, but you know. That was great. That was great. It's almost like you've done this once or twice. Yeah, Oilers lose a game seven. Washington loses a game seven. Anaheim wins a game seven for the first time in five years. Yeah, but I mean. History's meant to be broken, I guess. Yeah, I guess so, eh? But, uh, you know, looking on to more beautiful and greener pastures, maybe with Greener greens. Jordan Everly. We'll get to that oh, and much more, yes. like lacrosse for the first time ever, yes, featuring have, our uh, special guest of the week. Yes, we have a special guest. He is the GM and the assistant coach of the Beaumont Outlaws, uh, Stu Sturfart. Hey guys, thanks for uh, having me. Good to be here. Good to thanks be here. Thanks for coming on, man. Uh, very stoked. Talk to us some lacrosse for, I think, the first time ever on YG yeah, Sports Live. Yeah, this is the first. You're popping our cherry this I'll try my best. I'll take it easy. Take it easy. Off the rails already. So we're going to get to some lacrosse. We're going to recap what else is going on in the energy. You can have some insight. Uh, Do you you like hockey, Stu? Oh, I do. Watch it all the time. Yeah. Born and raised. Good Canadian boy. Would the Oilers be your favorite team? I got to say. I got to say. Not like your brother. Oh, he likes likes Detroit. One likes Philly. So, yeah. there. But, uh, yeah, no. Born and raised Edmonton boy. So, uh, go oil, go. Right on. So yeah, no, we'll get to all that and more. What do we got? FC Edmonton lost a nail biter the other day. Uh, the Blue Jays. The Blue Jays. They're hot right now. They are hot. They're full. Well, you know, nine different starters. You'd hope they would pick it up eventually. So. Aaron Sanchez came back. Kevin Flores swinging the big stick. Things are happening. It's good to have guys back from injury. That's for sure. Yeah, with those absolutely. Guys. All right. Well, uh, all this and more. Let's just uh, want to join the party. Jump in the pool, Aaron. Hey, yeah, yeah. Sports Live. Let's go. Rumors. 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 Rumors are swirling here on Light Sports Live. Here on Amos on gradio.ca. Presented by First Round. Burgers, beer, sports. Absolutely. That will be in Japanese coming soon. Coming um, soon. Just real quick, Stu, lay the land. Um, this is a podcast, so if you need to drop a couple F-bombs or whatever you need to do, we have a swear jar. Don't worry about it. Yeah, you just drop nice, it. Nice, so If you have any loose change, you just put it in yeah, the swear jar. Yeah, the swear jar, we'll take care of that. Um, that's going to fund our beer money or our trip to Right, one of the two. Or a trip to Vegas to go see the Oilers play. I could, I could be donating for sure. Okay, that's yeah. no, no, that's cool. Golden Knights trip is in the future. Oh, absolutely, it has to happen. That'd be sick. That'd be a sick one. We'll get to hockey in a minute. Aaron, let's talk some lacrosse. Yeah, for the first time on YG Sports first Live. First time, yes. Well, Stu. Yeah. Take us, take us what you do with the uh, yeah. the Beaumont team. Well, basically, day to day operations, I guess, but. Um, 
for right now I'm got stuck putting the pads back on so lately oh, I've been okay, uh, a little tendy bit, oh, <laughs> could play some goalie no I'm playing uh, a little defense actually which is first time in my career too but uh, yeah I've just been actually playing which is uh, it's fun to get back out there but uh, the body's been taking a beating so, so essentially you are the Beaumont Outlaws do a little bit of everything. Uh, man of many hats, I guess, over there. Like you say, right now, uh, sort of day-to-day is, is just taking care of uh, game days and that kind of thing. But uh, as far as playing, yeah, it's trying to get back in shape, trying to, uh, you know, just even get the lungs back is, is half the battle. So. Absolutely. Um, actually, um, for those who may not know, I actually know you outside of the show and everything. Um, I'm the announcer and the DJ for you guys out in Beaumont, and you're saying that you have to wear all these different hats and stuff, um, especially on game days. You help set up game days. Um, just tell us what are some game day promotions that you guys have so far this season out in Beaumont at the Kendall Arena. Well, right now uh, we're running hard a shot competition for the kids. Uh, that one's always fun. The novices or the the peewees come out and take a rip with the radar gun or else uh, we have our, our ever beloved uh, frisbee toss which is uh, always a fan favorite and uh, well frisbee toss is basically buy a frisbee for two bucks uh, adults line up at one end throw the frisbee try to get it into the net kids usually go from center it's okay. pretty hilarious because the kids get a lot closer the adults make a fool of themselves <laughs> and everybody has a good time but uh, yeah no kids get a prize and everybody goes home happy so that's good, that's good. Um, how, speaking about the team a little rough start, but uh, still trying to get all our guys back. Uh, once I think we have a full squad, I mean, on paper we look fabulous. On the floor, not so hot right now. But uh, again, tough start. Had a couple uh, tough games against the Calgary teams. Looking to rebound against uh, some of the teams around the Edmonton area. Okay, awesome. Uh, how many other teams are there around the Edmonton? Uh, well, in total, there's seven in the league, uh, three in Edmonton, one in Red Deer, three in Calgary. So the, the three around the Edmonton area are uh, are us, obviously, Beaumont Outlaws. Um, there's the Fort Saskatchewan Warriors and uh, St. Albert Miners. Awesome. That is super cool. Um, so when's the next home game coming up for you guys? So we have a home-and-home home series coming up uh, the next two Wednesdays. Uh, we'll be out in Beaumont this Wednesday, 9 o'clock, uh, playing out at Ken Nickel right on 50th Street there. And then uh, next Wednesday, we're out in Fort Saskatchewan. So oh, wow. yeah, it'll be uh, yeah, it'll be a good test for us. Uh, like I said, looking forward to it. Awesome. Right on. And um, before your coaching and your GM, you were actually a player uh, growing up. Um, I don't know if many people know this, but the Sturpart family is kind of the almost self-proclaimed, not self-proclaimed, the first family of lacrosse in Edmonton, which is kind of a big deal. And um, before all of this, you were, you kind of played in the same league that you're playing in right now. Uh, sorry, that you're GMing in right now and assistant coaching, you're actually playing in this league. Tell us a little about your playing career. Yeah, I mean, uh, well, I've, like you said, born and raised here in Edmonton. So, uh, I mean, had some opportunities to play uh, professionally and uh, always really stuck it out with, um, again, the Edmonton Rush and then the Calgary Roughnecks uh, here in Alberta. Always had a pretty good life, so I enjoyed it. And I mean, uh, yeah, I played a little bit, uh, got a little taste for, for a couple of games or short short sniff I guess and then uh, same thing with Calgary but uh, again I mean I didn't really uh, didn't really travel as much as I probably should have to uh, advance my career but 
um, yeah, no, stuck around Alberta and won a bunch of national championships here with the uh, the Outlaws Club growing up. And um, again, just trying to rebuild that legacy now. It's it's been tough, but uh, at the same time, still rewarding to uh, to be on the other side of the the gate nowadays. I guess. That's awesome. That's really cool that you're that you've decided now to step on, like you say, the other side of the gate and give back, which is really super cool. Absolutely. Um, especially from some of yourself. Um, I follow you on Facebook, and I've seen that you've done a lot of work in Serbia, actually. Uh, you want to step into that a little bit? And just yeah, that's that's been a fun one for me. Uh, as of, well, I guess the last two years or so, I've been the, the head coach of uh, the Serbian national team. Okay. So, uh, yeah, going over to Europe, that kind of thing, it's, uh, it's pretty interesting. It's, again, pretty... Uh, pretty surreal to think that i'm actually starting to do some traveling around the world now with lacrosse but uh yeah just got back from prague uh been to uh dresden germany and well serbia a couple times now so it's uh yeah it's been a really really cool experience um last year we were at the world indoor lacrosse championships in syracuse awesome. um so i guess as close to the olympics as uh lacrosse is at this point so uh, again, pretty exciting, but yeah, we're we're building right now for the European Lacrosse Championships, which are uh, they're going on in July in Turku, Finland. So another uh, fun spot. Haven't been that yet, but uh, awesome. it'll so be a good time. Coaching, uh, for Serbia. That's right. That's right. Cool. Yeah. So like, what are you? So you basically you're just trying to basically build this team up to international standards so to speak yeah they uh well again another tough task uh i guess I, i'm a glutton for punishment with some of these teams but they uh they have a ton of potential these guys the the serbians are, are big strong athletes they're they're very uh very well conditioned they just need to learn how to play with their sticks a little bit uh, a little bit of the stick skills and that kind of thing but uh yeah no they're like i said they're absolutely fabulous to work with because they're they're just uh sponges they they just want to learn and get better and it's uh again really really fun watching them grow because they they've leaps and bounds of a technical glitch here but uh, um yeah no th that experience got to be really cool as a coach that i mean you're in canada and your team's over there What's it like sort of spending time away and then, I guess, reconnecting with your players after being away a little bit? Like, is is there some time to sort of, like, get the communication flowing again? That's, uh, actually, that's awesome. It's it's a lot of internet coaching right now, a lot of stuff uh, over Facebook and o over Skype. over Skype. Uh, and uh, and then the rest of the time, yeah, you're right, it's, it's like a family reunion every time we get back together because uh, you spend a lot of time away from each other. So we, we just, uh, it's... It's sort of weird because they only have a, a limited amount of games. They really practice pretty much in a gym or a, a small arena for most of the year and then get only three or four games for the season. And so it's it's a really quick uh, quick window for them. But, I mean, at the same time, they, they're they really learning quick. So it's, it's exciting to watch. It's just cool, too, that the sport has actually broken those borders internationally now and, and you have kids playing in in those countries like three or four games doesn't seem like a lot to us but to them that's probably a dream they never would even think would become a reality right so yeah no pretty amazing and like you say uh tons of countries getting involved now too which uh is exciting for us because um like i say we're, we're getting that much closer to having a lacrosse in the olympics which would be like you say dream come true i guess uh but yeah no they 
the boys really they work hard and the guys that they have to play against are they have a lot more experience so it's uh it's a little bit like you say a challenge but at the same time it's just exciting to see countries getting involved and a lot of the new countries that are coming up are going through those same challenges so we're we're sort of now two three years into it we're actually becoming in the middle of the pack i guess you can say do you think or i guess do you see lacrosse in the olympics in the next 10 years I would love it. I I don't know if we're there, but uh, it w- it'd be certainly amazing. Um, it would be most likely the field lacrosse version of the game. Um, again, more countries are participating in that. And uh, if I guess for uh, people that aren't familiar, it's related to soccer, indoor and outdoor soccer. Outdoor soccer has you know nine and the goalie or whatever, and indoor uh, would be five. And so same thing there with lacrosse. Okay. Awesome. That's cool, man. Uh, so what? I've always kind of wondered this. I've never really uh, thought to ask you. What made you pick Serbia? Uh, actually, an old friend of mine from uh, Millwoods. Yeah. Uh, we grew up together playing, and uh, he moved over there, uh, married a nice girl over there, and we just uh, started missing lacrosse, I guess, and phoned me up, asked me for some gear. I was coaching a couple teams here at the time and decided to uh, send him some stuff. And he, he sort of chuckled and said, yeah, one day you're going to be the coach of this team. And uh, I was like, okay, well, I nod and agree, right? And the next thing I know, they got accepted. And he phones me about a year later. He's like, yeah, we got in. Do you still want to be the coach? And I said, of course. That's, uh, again, life, uh, the opportunity of a lifetime just to, to be a part of something like that. And a, a part of uh, just even moving forward with, like you said, growing the game is, is fun for me, right? So. Do you maybe see yourself getting involved uh, with that team on some kind of level? Or, Again, or is your only, kind of right now? only rumors, only rumors, but yeah. uh, it's what I've heard. And, uh, I mean, yeah, that would be something I, I'd explore for sure. It would be something I'd be interested in. Um, I, I just, again, yeah, it's pretty full plate right now. But uh, no, working back with the NLL and the, the people there in that league would be uh, it'd be a great opportunity as well. So. Do you think Edmonton has the market to support it, that team? I think so, if marketed properly. Uh, I mean, the the last team with the rush and everything, the the boys did really well at the beginning. Um, turned it into, I guess, a little bit of uh, a little bit of a, a sideshow, I guess, with the uh, with the extra acts, like that kind of thing. Dennis Rodman and right. yeah. the Dallas Cowboy, Cowboy cheerleaders, that kind of stuff. It, it just it distracted from the game. I think if they uh, if they marketed it properly towards the actual lacrosse fans here in Edmonton, they would come back in droves. I also think that uh, if if other people got a chance to actually see the game without some of the the circus, that they'd enjoy it too. Because the game sells itself, right? It's it's fast. It's hard hitting. It's it's got everything good Canadian guys and and girls want. So Absolutely. exactly, that's the thing. Like lacrosse, I remember uh, working last season for you guys as your announcer and DJ and just watching some of the hits during the games I'm thinking that's got to be illegal but no like it's like lacrosse is actually a rougher sport yeah it's full full contact yeah it's full contact like hockey's full contact football's full full contact but lacrosse is no joke yeah like these guys are well, again, big, big, strong athletes that are fast. Yeah. You got guys with, with football speed, but uh, with sticks in their hands. So it, it turns, uh, it turns crazy sometimes. Yeah. But again, at the same, uh, same point, it, it can be 
I like to say a beautiful game because uh, if played properly and the ball's moving nice, it, it looks really cool to watch the ball get kicked around and, and put into the net. So, Yeah, definitely a different kind of skill set. I think I played lacrosse for all of eight games and was suspended for the rest of them. So <laughs> That happens too. So. I think I did lacrosse in like grade six in yeah. gym class, and yeah. that's as far as it went for me. Um, so maybe if there's anybody listening to the show who kind of wants to get into lacrosse, whether it be just helping out with the team or they actually want to come out and strap up the pads and, and bring the sticks out and uh, start to play the game, how yeah. would you, how, what, what advice would you give? Uh, well, for young players, there's lots of uh, minor organizations in uh, Edmonton and the sur- surrounding areas. They're popping up everywhere. There's uh, there's teams all over Alberta now, but uh, I guess basically get in touch with one of your local minor teams and then uh, and go from there. But uh, as far as getting in touch with us, we have a Facebook page. You can uh, you yeah. So, I, mean, can, I was gonna say yeah. as we wrap up the interview, how can people follow the Beaumont Outlaws? Yeah, well, right now I, I still haven't got a chance to change the the title of the, yeah. the team name. It's, it's under it's under Edmonton, but it's Edmonton Outlaws Senior B Lacrosse. And if you find us on Facebook, like I said, even send me a message, and that goes uh, straight to me. So anything you uh, need to get across to us, Perfect. you can send me a message for sure. Perfect. Yeah, and that's the thing. I think um, maybe one thing I'm going to talk with uh, Amos about is maybe having like a once a week. You know, we'll do like a uh, outlaw wrap up. That'd be awesome. You guys would love it. Maybe give some tickets away. Yeah, Yeah, no, for sure. For sure. Absolutely. That'd be Um, cool. Yeah, maybe, you know, a few times during the season, get you to come back on and check in. Hey, that'd be great. uh, You guys, anytime. Yeah. Absolutely. That's yeah, we're well. We're we're having good fan uh, fan support out there already. The move move out there has been pretty good. We were uh, we were originally like I say Edmonton Outlaws for a lot of years, and then uh, back and forth with Shore Park a little bit when having troubles finding arena time. But uh, I think we found a really good home out in Beaumont. They they support lacrosse a lot. There's a huge minor following out there, and uh, a lot of good volunteers, a lot of good people. So. Uh, we're really having a good time. We're, we we got the beer gardens back. That's beer gardens are back. that's always fun. So sold, eh? Sold. There you go. Yeah, it's uh, only on the weekend games. We try not to promote it during the Wednesday nights or the Sundays. But uh, yeah, Friday, Saturdays. Those uh, those beer gardens are a lot of fun too. So. Awesome. Uh, what's admission to get into come watching that Uh, five bucks, and the kids are free as always. Tw- nice. Under under twelve. Nice so, cheap. oh yeah, good family fun. You guys like to like say twenty bucks. Come to the game, get a beer and a hot dog. Pretty much, yeah. it's perfect. perfect. Absolutely awesome. awesome. Well, uh, thanks to you for coming on the show. Really appreciate it, man. Yeah, you guys. Thanks for having yeah, me. No, dude, awesome. Really appreciate Thank it so much. Uh, we'll take a quick musical break, and yeah. uh, we'll come. Way up in a hotel room, Deanna was a pretty.
There is a beauty queen. No one is as much. All right, we're back here on YG Sports Live with Aaron Namos, GRadio.ca, presented by First Round. Burgers, beer, sports, A-Rod. All right. Yes. It's been a show. We talked some lacrosse. Yeah. We uh, licked our wounds about the Oilers. Yep. Um, I think we made a conscientious decision that Jordan Eberle will not be here for the long foreseeable future. Yeah. Um, and yeah, you know, it's time to move on. So really quick, A-Rod, um, down to four. Preds, Ducks, Sends, Pens. So let's do this. Let's do something cool. Yeah. Make your, who do you got for the West Finals and East Finals and who's going to meet up in a Stanley Cup and who's going to win the Cup? Well, you know what? I uh, I just can't support Anaheim. Well, uh, no, that's... There's there's nothing in my gut about it. But for the first time, uh, Nashville has made the Western Conference Final, and, and you know what? I think they look good. I can um, get behind that. Anaheim, you know, they, they came back huge on Sunday night. Five yeah. five three victory. Yep. But um, I think Nashville's got this one. I think they're uh, they got the determination to get to the place they've never been before. <sighs> Ottawa Pittsburgh. Now this is this is interesting because Ottawa. I I don't even know if you can still call them the underdog anymore. I don't think you can. They're doing things similar that they did back in um, was it back in oh oh seven oh seven when they played the Ducks when they played the Ducks. So in I mean, the Cup that, final that that matchup has a potential. Uh, I haven't. You know what? And that's the thing. I haven't heard anybody talk about that yet. No, you no one's really talking Ducks. Ducks send. That would be interesting. I, w- I would like to see Ottawa get some revenge against Anaheim. Yes. Um, that would be hilarious. I would I would really like that. But uh, to to be honest, if I if I had to go with my heart, it's going to be Pittsburgh Predators. I think so too. Preds in seven. Ooh. Preds in seven. That's uh, that's what I'm going to call. PK Subban gets his Stanley Cup. Yeah. Why not? First time, Mike Fisher takes it back to Montreal. Yeah. That'd be hilarious. What do you think? I like it. Yeah? I'm okay with it. You're okay with it? You know, I just have one thing to say, though. Like, when it comes to the Ottawa Senators, they play such a boring game. It's boring. It's, it's uh, that 1-3-1 trap. Yeah, we saw that for how many years under McAtee? <sighs> but it worked. And that's the thing. Like, you look back on Game 7, Oilers and Ducks, that's what Anaheim did. As soon as they got up 2-1, what'd they do? They played the trap. Yeah. Absolutely. And it worked. Um, yeah, no, interesting. It, it's not very exciting to hockey for sure. Um, I mean, never count Pittsburgh out. That's, no, that's, that's the thing. It's they're, they're just, they're playing hurt and they're still world beaters. What's hilarious to me is the goaltending situation. Marc-Andre like, Fleury is just like, eh, last year was nothing. He pulled a Matt Murray. Yep. Essentially is what he did. Yep. And, uh, going for ring number three for himself. So, and then he's going to get shipped off to Vegas. Could, uh, could happen for that sure. Could happen. Could you happen imagine? for sure, but if if they do win this year, there might be good reason just to rock that tandem. I mean, it's it's a great tandem so far. So. Great tandem. All right. Uh, so those are our Stanley Cup predictions. I thought we were gonna do that later after FC Edmonton. No, you. Oh, said, okay. Let's just jump right My into bad. that now. See, this is See? okay. No, you. Next season, we're gonna have actual pre-production meetings, and we're gonna be <laughs> so much more organized. Um, but real quick, FC Edmonton. Before we start talking about mushy stuff, um. They lost back-to-back home games last week, starting with a 3-2 loss to the Ottawa Fury FC on May 10th. Um, and in that game, they lost the Canadian Championship 4-2 on, aggreg- on aggregate. Do you know what that means? I do not. I can tell you. I don't understand soccer. I will help you. <laughs> so real quick, uh, 
when two teams are playing in like a championship, they play on aggregate. So let's say um, in the first game, Ottawa won one nothing. So they're up one nothing on aggregate. Um, there was a time in this game when it was tied two two, but even if if that score would have stayed the same, Ottawa would have won an aggregate because they okay. would have had three total goals. Right. Goals and FC Edmonton only would have had two. Gotcha. Makes sense. Yes. They do that in Europe too. Okay. Right. See, we we educate people here, which is great. Yeah. So for any anybody out there who didn't know what what aggregate means, now, now you, you know. Not only is it concrete, it's also a scoring term in soccer. Fantastic. In sports in general. Anyway, um, so Ottawa now moves on to play uh, Toronto FC of the MLS. Right. Kind of a big deal. They'll play on May 23rd. You can probably catch that game on TSN. Or Sportsnet. TSN. They have the rights to Toronto Oh, do they? FC. Okay. Yeah, so you can catch that on TSN. It's um, always hard to keep up who has the rights to who, you right? know, like Sportsnet, CBC, TSN, yeah. NBC. There's just money everywhere. <laughs> uh, so then after that loss, they lost one nothing to the NASL expansion team San Francisco Deltas on a late goal in the second half. Okay, We kind of mentioned this in the intro. It was really back and forth, and then... With 14 minutes to go, San Francisco scored. Yeah, a little bit of a misplay by the Edmonton goalkeeper there, yeah. uh, reading the field kick, and uh, yeah, yeah, too, tough, tough loss for the boys. FC but, Edmonton's uh, really missing Max Van Ockel right now. Are they ever? Oh, are they ever? Huge MVO. Uh, yeah, he's doing uh, big things in the MLS right now. Um, so now the FC Edmonton Eddies are one, one and six on the year. One win, one draw, and six losses. They look to get back in the win column on May 27th when they face their arch rivals from last season, the Indy 11. That'll be here at Clark Field. Okay. Yeah. So you could uh, once again, like we talked about, we talked about earlier with the Beaumont Outlaws, cheap entertainment. Twenty bucks. We've been pounding this drum since last year. Absolutely. Ticket start at twenty bucks. It's a good time. They're good games. Hopefully the weather shapes up around this place because it's just been whack. Well, here's the thing: May May Long is coming up. It's probably gonna snow. Yeah, right. <laughs> right? It's probably it's gonna probably snow. gonna snow. Like <laughs> let's that's the rinks. Let's get on the ODRs, <laughs> right? <laughs> so yeah, so hopefully FC Edmonton can get back in the win column and get themselves a nice little win streak here in their spring. So let's go watch some soccer Schedule. on our vacation. Let's do it. Yeah, I think we could do that on May twenty. I think that's a great idea. Okay, okay. FC Edmonton. If any of you guys are listening, we are coming. We are coming for you. May 27th. May 27th. Hey, actually, I think that works for me. I think that works for me, too. Um, Save us a couple seats. I'll take a Red Bull. Yeah. Yeah. Amos takes a beer. He's a beer man. I'll have a Duff. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think they sell Duff. Um, Do you just want to do wrap up the show, or do you want to do Blue Jays real quick? Yeah, if you want to hit on the Blue Jays real quick. Real quick. Um... They have been on a heater. Have they? Yes. Tearing it up. Oh, I, honestly, yes. I had to kind of take myself away from the team a little bit. I was. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Pillar walked it off in the bottom of the ninth with two outs, just like how we used to do when we were kids, uh, playing in the schoolyard. He walked it off, bottom of the ninth, two outs, cranked the game-winning home run uh, Sunday afternoon on Mother's Day, which is perfect. Awesome. Um, for the three-two win over the Seattle Mariners in a series sweep, they won five straight. Big big things for the Blue Jays. Let me give you a quick stat. Uh, they now sit at seventeen and twenty-one on the season. They're fifth in the AL East, so they're last place, uh, sitting six and a half games back of the Evil. But they're Yankees. winning games. Yes, they've won five straight games, and I believe it was six after their 
uh, game last night against Atlanta. That's right. I believe it was. Um, so last time the Blue Jays sat at this record of 17 and 21, after and it was after 38 games. It was back in 2015. Remember what happened in 2015? I do believe I remember, yes. They won the AL East Yeah, that's right. So Blue Jays fans here in YAG, Dusty looking at you from Jays from the couch. Um, Don't fret. Things are okay. Things will be okay. Things are okay. Let's have a Um, a hot summer. Yes, they are 6-1 in their current uh, homestand, which wraps up with uh, two games set against the Braves. That'll finish tonight. Before going going on the road for another two games set against the Braves, that starts Wednesday, Thursday, and then they fly right to Baltimore and they do a three game set with the Orioles, who they are zero two against so far this season. Fantastic! So they don't get a break till next Monday. Oh wow! Which is Victoria Day, May Law. So it's baseball man, one hundred sixty two games. It's insanity. It's time to get an in, yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, real quick, did you, you know? see? Did you see on Sunday, uh, Derek Jeter get his number two retired? I did see that. That was pretty cool. They lost that game though. Yeah. They lost. Yeah. Right. But uh, yeah, pretty cool for Jeets. But absolutely. Uh, can you imagine how much more intense baseball would be if it was like a seventy game season? Absolutely. I think it would be better for the game. You I think to, it would be I too. Think, I think you need to shorten that up. Let's get to like 80 games, you know? And 90. 90 games. Right? 160, it's too long. 162 too long. games is too many. How about just a nice even hundy? Yeah, there we go. Let's right? bring it down to a hundy. Um, so real quick, uh, before we end the show, how many? where are we at right now? What what time is it? Uh, it's we're, we're right on um, pretty much minute 60. Oh, shit. Yeah. Okay, get, get, uh, real get quick. The top of the hour, top of the hour. Real quick, real quick, Jeff, don't cut us off yet. Um, I just want to say this has been a great season two. Um, We did things that we didn't think were going to happen for a while. Yeah. We got interviews. Two interviews with Low Tide. Huge. Huge. uh, Low Tide from TSN 1260. Uh, We had our first ever guest, uh, Stefan Radzinski. Yes. The fastest man in Edmonton. Our first ever in-studio interview. that was the first episode of season two. I think it was the second episode. Either way, we came out guns a-blazing. It was good stuff. It was. It was good stuff. Um, we had some highs. We had Stu Sturpar, Stu Sturpar and the Volmont Outlaws to come wrap up. Just today. Uh, yeah, this wrapping season. up season two. Yeah. So make sure you come out uh, to Beaumont. Come see either. Come uh, see some lacrosse. Yeah. And I'll be out there. Maybe Amos will come out once in a while. I'll come up for a duff. <laughs> they don't sell duff. Uh, they will. They will. <laughs> you should start a GoFundMe and just I will. Duff. I will. Right? That Things should be that fantastic. Things we can work on before Season 3 starts. Season 3, yeah. We're coming with Eskimos. We're getting everything fired yes, up. Yes, and, and uh, uh, don't want to... St- well, follow the Twitter, at YG Sports Live, for all the Instagram, details. Instagram, at YG Sports Live. Facebook, at YG Sports Live. We're going to take some time. We're going to work on our social media game yeah. a little bit. And, uh, Come I, back better than ever. I, I, I kind of want to let the cat out of the bag a little bit here. No, no, no. I kind of want let's, to. Let's not I do it. Want to. Let's I kind of want to. I kind of want to. Let's not do I it. I kind of want to. <sighs> this is half my show, and I feel like I want to. Well, if you say it, you have to You have to hold your promise okay. to the people. Okay. Whatever you say. Okay. Go um, ahead. We might have some uh, Eskimo guests oh. this summer. Okay. We might uh, be doing some work with the Eskimos. All right. Well, that's um, fantastic. Yeah, definitely. So, And I think we'll probably be able to get low tide back. Oh, no, that's going to be a I think he could be a regular contributor. Thinks and mites into wills and do's. Yes. You know? Well done. <laughs> that's right up there if you want to join the party, get in the pool. Yeah, right? We should make merch. We should make merch. Stickers? Stickers. Done. Yeah. Let's All do right. it. Okay, All right, man. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, like I said, stay posted on Twitter. We'll be back soon. Yes, for Bex Behind the Glass and Amos, this is A-Rod, IG Sports Live, gradio.ca, brought to you by Bur- First Round Burgers Beer Sports. Signing off.